Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the fourth quarter comeback show. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is a great honor to be before you tonight. Um, for those, who, those of you who, who know, it is 12 midnight in the East, so it is already Thursday. For most of you who are listening, so my West Coast friends, my West Coast fans, I uh, welcome you in here on Wednesday night to listen to the fourth quarter comeback show. We've got a dynamic show planned for you tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about the courage to come back. And we've got an awesome guest, dynamic guest coming on the show, Dr. Walter Sims, to talk about the courage to come back. People, before we go any further with this show, before we go any further with this show, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we can all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit, and that our lives are impacted. Their lives, you know, are changed by the details and the, the ideas presented on the show tonight. People, I want you all to to just for a minute just listen, just open your heart up and just listen to what I got to say. You are very important to me. The work that I do is 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 so that it can affect your life, so that it can impact your life, so that your life can be changed. Change is good if you're going towards the goals that you've been um, put here to accomplish. So don't fear change. Understand that you have people, you have mentors, you have coaches, you have people in place who have been put here to help you get to the destiny that is, is yours. So with that in mind, I want you to understand this. This show is designed specifically with you in mind, the fourth quarter comeback, the fourth quarter comeback, the fourth quarter comeback. We are in the fourth quarter of 2009. 2010 is almost here. There's a few days left in 2009, though. And there's still some dynamic things that were promised to you for 2009 that I know in my heart that if you just wait, if you can just wait, if you just hold on, just hold on a little bit longer, God is going to do it for you. So while you're waiting, holding on, and getting ready for the show, I'm going to play an inspirational song for you. It's one of my favorite songs. It's Fred Hammond, They That Wait, and I'll be right back. Listen, for those of you that are going through, for those of us that are waiting on this promise, understand God has not forgotten you. When times get tough, you've got to look up to heaven and encourage yourself and say, Oh, 
Hello, and we're back. That is one of my favorite songs. Every time I hear that song, it just fires me up. It 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 is it's just wow. Um, just to, to continue to encourage you that 2010 is going to be a dynamic year for all of us. All of us that can can really grasp um just to just grasp the message. I want my goal for you. Listen to me very carefully. My goal for you is to get you in the mindset of expectancy. My goal is to get you in the mindset of expectancy. My goal is to get you in the mindset of expectancy. If I can get you to expect something great to happen, it opens up the possibility. See, all things are possible to him that believes. So in order to believe, that means you expect something to happen. That means if you can expect something good to happen, it can happen. The door of possibility is open to you. That's part of the courage to come back. When you look at some of the most dynamic games ever played, um, I look at the – I'm a football fan, so I can, I can tell you a lot about football. I go back to 1981, 
I was three years old, so I don't I didn't see the game live, but I've, I've heard, you know, in studying football, I heard about the NFC Championship game that year between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers were down late in the fourth quarter. And they got the ball made with, with very little time left on the clock to make a drive down the field. Joe Montana was, was where he really solidified himself as, a, uh, as the king of the comeback. He took his team 89 yards down the field to score the game-winning touchdown. On that drive, they did some uncommon things. They, they gave the ball to a, un, a fairly unknown running back named Ricky Patton. And he got, he got them some quality yards that he hadn't, and he hadn't played that much the whole season. But he played big in, when, it, when it counted most. And then Joe Montana, to end the drive, in the most unusual way, got pummeled by three defenders as he threw a touchdown pass, which he didn't see. Only thing he knew was that the crowd had erupted and that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. So what am I saying? We're in the third quarter. The game's not over. There's still time left on the clock. There's still some things that you can get in 2009, and I want you to get them. I so want you to get I don't want you to miss anything that you're supposed to have. If you're supposed to have it, get it. If you're supposed to have it, get it. If you're supposed to have it, get it. Don't leave anything that belongs to you in 2009. Take everything that you're supposed to take from 2009 into 2010. Don't allow what has happened to you or what may have not gone the way you wanted to the first three quarters of this year to discourage you because – there's still some great things on the horizon for you before December 31st, 2009 ends. So with that in mind, I'm going to go to a motivational moment from my uh, Creating a Championship Standard of Living show, which comes on every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to play for you a motivational moment, and then I'll be right back with you. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into the lesson. Um, a few, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I, I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leads your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leads your life. So if, if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you, if you reject it, if you reject it, you, you, you let go of it. And that, that thing that which was good was coming for you. you, you turn away from it. And you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed the universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless. It is designed to be it's a design and abundance. But you have it's your choice to get in the flow. 
Hello, and we're back. I just want to acknowledge uh, some of the people I see online here, um, and thank you for coming out to uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey, Mr. Make It Happen, uh, Make It Happen Radio. He um, has a show on deck uh, for 6.30 Central Standard Time today, or uh, 6.30 Central Standard Time tomorrow if you're in the West. Um, dynamic show, uh, just get ready for, to be blown away. Um, the Minister of Motivation, uh, Dr. Walter Tim, who will be coming on later in the show, uh, he's, he's chomping at the bit. I see him, uh, <laughs> I see him uh, pressing number one, so he definitely wants me to know he's online. I see him. Miss um, Tiffany Patton, who's going to also be on later in the show, my, um, my dynamic marketing consultant, um, just a phenomenal young lady. And uh, they're going to talk to us tonight about the courage to come back and how to be bold in what you've been called to do. So I'm going to continue forward with the show. I, I got a lot of things planned for you. Um, I got a tribute today uh, that I want to, I want to play. Um, one of the, the pillars in our uh, industry of motivation, uh, Mr. Jim Rohn passed away on December 5th of 2009. And um, Jim Rohn has, has been a source of wisdom for me throughout the years. And I haven't never got a chance to meet him in person, although I really wanted to, I never did. And um, one of those things that, you know, even though I never met him, he impacted my life. And this is one thing that, um, you know, I want to do with what I'm, what I do. I want to impact your life to the fact, to the point that if you never meet me in person, that my principles, the principles that I taught and the principles that I teach will still impact you and make you, and put you in a position to prosper. And I can definitely say that about Jim Rohn. Uh, he's a he was a dynamic teacher. And from what I could, can infer from him and pick up from him, he's a dynamic man. And he's definitely, definitely going to be missed in this, uh, this world of motivation. But in the same sense, his legacy will live on because he, he had some dynamic teachings. And I'm going to give you um, – I want to play for you one of, uh, a snippet of one of his seminars. And this particular uh, clip is called Living a Good Life. Um, listen, enjoy, and I'll be right back. So jot these phrases down as I close. Number one, the greatest value in life is not a bank account. The greatest value in life is not a car, a home to live in. The greatest value in life is this. Make a note, living a good life. In the midst of all of our achieving and recruiting and building and growing, helping other people, being a part of society and the country and the world, being all of this stuff, Here's what you must figure out all of your life, how to continually live a good life. So let me give you my short list. I'll cover the long list the next time I see you. Here's the short list on a good life. Number one, productivity. If you don't produce, you won't be happy. Here's number two, good friends. The greatest support system in the world is good friends. You've got to work on that. Don't be careless here. Friends are those wonderful people who know all about you and still like you. Here's next. Spirituality. I'm not asking you to be a believer. I am a believer that humans are more than an advanced form of the animal kingdom. I'm a believer that we're a special creation. I don't ask you to be a believer, but here's what I do ask. If you are a believer, here's what you must do. Study, practice, and teach. Whatever is valuable to you, study, practice, and teach. Repeat it after me now, again. Study, practice, and teach. Here's why. It builds the foundation that builds the country, that builds the nation. 
that helps us to compete among the nations of the world in the 21st century. And this is one of those subjects to study, practice, and teach. Next, my parents taught, don't miss anything. Don't miss the game. Don't miss the performance. Don't miss the show, the movie. Don't miss the words. We're all inspired by the words. Elton John says she lived her life like a candle in the wind, never knowing who to cling to when the rain set in. You can't miss those lyrics. You can't miss the music. You can't miss the song that nourished the soul. You can't describe how brief and fragile life is much better than that. George Harrison, one of the Beatles, sings, If not for you, the winter would hold no spring. Couldn't hear a robin sing. I just wouldn't have a clue if not for you. Wow. You've got to remember the words. The words that reflect the experience. Barbara Streisand sings, It used to be so natural to talk about forever, but used to be's don't count anymore. They just lay on the floor till we sweep them away. You don't sing me love songs. You don't say you need me. And you don't bring me flowers anymore. Illustrative of all of our experiences. Winston Churchill said, The truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack it and ignorance may deride it, but in the end, there it is. You've got to use that. Feast on someone else's comments. Because, see, you could stay up all night and not think of that. <laughs> I'm asking you to do your research. I'm asking you don't miss anything. Don't miss the play. When my father was 93, just before he died, if you would have called him at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, he wouldn't be home. He's at the rodeo. And he's watching the kids play softball. He's at church. He's watching the concert somewhere. Every night. My parents taught me that. Don't miss anything. Even the little small things don't miss. The big things don't miss. Don't miss, don't miss. It's part of living a good life. Here's why. Jot this phrase down. It'll serve you well forever. If you live well, you will earn well. If you live well, it'll show up in the texture of your voice. If you live well, it'll show up in your face. If you live well, it'll show up in the magnetism of your personality. If you live well. So don't miss the nourishment of all the things around you that can help you live a good life. Next is the inner circle. Take care of them. They'll take care of you. Inspire them. They will inspire you. Nothing more valuable than the inner circle. That's where the power to conquer the world comes from, the inner circle. If a father walks out of the house and he can still all day long feel his daughter's kiss on his face, he's a powerful man. That nourishment of the inner circle is so incredible. If a husband walks out of the house and all day long he feels the imprint of his wife's arms around his body, he's invincible. Who can touch him? One person caring for another, the old prophet said, is the greatest of virtues. There's many virtues and values, but the greatest is love. One person caring for another. Better to live in a tent on the beach with someone you love than to live in a mansion by yourself. People caring for people. And especially that inner circle where the power is so magnificent that if you draw from it, if you nourish it, and then it nourishes you. Now here's my last comment. Ask for God's help. We could all use a little help. But my whole seminar was what you can do. A man took a rock pile, turned it into a fabulous garden. Somebody came and saw it and said, you know, you and the good Lord have this fabulous garden here. The gardener said, I understand your point, 
But you should have seen it a few years ago when God had it all by himself. <laughs> so we do play a part. So make this the last note now. We have a chance as human beings to participate in the miracle process. We have a chance as human beings to participate in the miracle process. And you can go do that every day as often as you wish. Changing somebody's life. Rescuing somebody from oblivion. Building an organization second to none so that your name will appear in many people's testimonial. And that's why I came today. So that by chance, I don't need the money. That's not why I'm here. I take the money, but I don't... I don't need them. But here's why I'm here. By chance, perhaps, if I've come along at the right time. I don't know what time this is for you, but if I've come along at the right time, just maybe, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now, you might say, Jim Rohn came by and gave us a little piece of information. That started me down the road. Here's what's happened to me. And my name might appear in your testimonial. Now, here's the drama as we finish. How many of you have my name in your notes? Here's the part of the drama, then. I go with you. When we all leave here and the lights are out and the place is dark, I go with you because you've taken my notes and hopefully some of the spirit, some of the stuff I had besides just the notes, so I go with all of you. But here's the big drama. All of you go with me. See, that's so unbelievable. So as I leave here, I promise not to leave you behind. I will take you with me in my thoughts and in my heart. God bless. Jot these phrases down as I close. Number one. Hello, and we're back. And that was my tribute to the great Jim Rohn. Again, uh, a dynamic motivator, uh, a man of great uh, wisdom who will be greatly missed um, in the, the motivation world. And it's reason why shows like today are very important that we have to continue to keep the, uh, the circle alive. We had to continue to keep the circle un unbroken because, you know, when, when we lose a general like that, somebody had to step up into his spot because the world has to continue to get motivated. The world has to continue to be encouraged. The world has to continue to be, um, you know, have, have people of wisdom to come and share uh, principles for living a, a, a phenomenal life, for, for experiencing a championship standard of living. And, um, again, I, I thank Mr. Rohn, even though I never met him in, in the flesh, I thank him for what he did do for me and, and the legacy that he did leave for me to uh, be able to um, have a blueprint for how to even do this motivational thing. So I, I thank him. And um, for his family, I pray God's comfort as you deal with this situation. And I, I look forward to possibly one day meeting you too. Um, we're moving forward. Ed's moving forward to the show. Uh, I, I got a, a dynamic guest online right now. Who's, I know he's chomping at the bit. He's ready to go. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to get out of his way. I'm going to let him on the show. He needs no introduction. Um, he knows that um, he and I talked earlier in the week, and there were some things that he coached me on. See, a good coach has enough sense to understand that you still need coaching. Even a dynamic motivator like myself, and I, I don't brag when I say it. I tell it to you like it is. I'm a dynamic motivator, and I know that. But I need dynamic motivation myself. So the people I bring on this show are, are, are quality people, they're dynamic people, and just be ready to be inspired beyond your um, – whatever you can think about, 
forget about that because what's getting ready to happen right now um, is getting ready to explode. Some, whatever you could ever imagine is getting ready to explode because the guest I'm bringing on is ready to go. He's been ready for the last three days from when we start, first talked about this, and I know now he's ready to go. So uh, without, without further ado, I want to bring to the show uh, Dr. Walter Sims. One second, Doc. Hello, Doc. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. My uh, my switchboard was was freezing up on me. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. How you doing, young man? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm just I'm just ready for you to uh, un- unleash what you got inside you because I know you got something hot. <laughs> well, I would just uh, well, I would again again I uh, appreciate those. Uh, kind words because I I truly 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 um, admire you and all that you do and uh, you you hurt my heart a few minutes ago bringing back the memory of that 1981 game between my beloved Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers. I sat there and I watched the king of comeback. Uh, one brother, Joe Montana, drive 89 yards up the field and uh, eventually throw a corner pass to uh, Dwight Clark between the hands of a rookie cornerback by the name of Everson Wall. I, I was there, Doctor. Well, you know what's amazing about that? He was trying to throw that ball well, away. Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, uh, I heard uh, through a lot of commentary, that was a design play, but uh, I think Joe Montana admitted he was trying to throw the ball away. The uh, Dwight Clark just happened to be 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Everson Wall was such a, uh, he, he was a rookie, and he was so so nervous he didn't think to just knock the ball down. But 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 the, the point of that whole drive was that, uh, Joe Montana had it in his mind that his team was going to drive down the field and score a touchdown. And and when we talk about courage tonight, that's the first thing that I want to uh, uh, let the audience know. You have to have it in your mind that you are going to win. The Bible specifically tells us that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I, I put out a quote the other day. You have to change one letter. Go from I can't to I can. There is a mountain of difference, uh, Brother Miller, between can't and can. And I put a, a quote on my blog spot that simply says, no one should want or can want for you what you should want for yourself. And courage allows us to walk into what is rightfully ours anyway. Wow. You say that again, you said what's rightfully ours. I like hearing that. What's rightfully ours. Because, you know, we don't, we don't have enough time in blog talk radio space to delve into that because, first of all, first of all, uh, God is under contract. Once we become a believer, God is under contract. God has made us a promise in Psalms 23.1. The earth is the Lord, not the earth is Lord, but the, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Therefore, anything that I aspire to do is already blessed. But what we have to get beyond is the fear that we have, because there are two things I want to leave with the with the audience. There are two things. There's negative courage and there's positive courage. 
Now, negative right. courage and, and the cowardly lion experience both of them. If, if y'all remember the Wizard of Oz and the Wiz, I love the Wiz. I'm a mean old lion, <laughs> but you didn't call me to sing. I'm not going to sing. But but the cowardly <laughs> lion, the cowardly lion, the cowardly lion, he lacked something. He lacked an understanding just by the nature of who he was. I, boy, I wish you'll preach with me. I wish you'll preach no, with I'm me. Like, just I, by just by the nature of who he was, a lion parenthetically, just by the nature of who wow. he was, he should have had courage. But somebody, somewhere, something shook him that took the courage away from him. Hmm. So he had negative courage. Negative courage is... I don't have courage. So you have the courage to believe you ain't got it. So you have negative courage. But he had enough wherewithal that when Dorothy came and took him by the hand and said, I'm on my way to see somebody that can get me somewhere, the lion said, Take me with you. So my encouragement to us that are motivators and what Jim Rohn just said, my motivation is that I'm on my way somewhere and I want to take somebody with me because you may not have the wherewithal right now to get where you need to get. And all you need somebody to do is take you by the hand and say, hey, we're going to follow a plan. Boy, you you got me excited tonight. We're going to follow this road. We're going to follow this road. We're going to follow this road, and you go with me because I'm going somewhere, and I want you to go with me. But his negative courage kept him where he was, but the the, the thing that was in him, the lion in him, saw the potential that he could be if he got with somebody that could motivate him. And so Dorothy motivated him, and when they got to the land of Oz, when he talked to the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard said, Lion, it was already in you. Because of who you are, you are a lion. Stand up and be the lion that you are supposed to be. And so that's my word to the audience tonight. All we got to do is stand up. Because God has told us we're supposed to dominate. Now, I'm going to mess with my buddy a little bit. Now, I'm going to mess with him. Uh, He's in the chat room. I'm going to mess with him just a little bit because I love him, too. I'm going to mess with him. The other day, he was on a radio show the other day. I'm going to mess with him a little bit. And they were talking about faith. And and, and he said that, that faith, you got hold of one vine and you're swinging, you're going to catch another vine that's on the way, and you're going to let go of the vine you have to get the vine that's bringing you in your face. Now, real courage, the kind of courage that Miles W. Miller is preaching about tonight, the kind of courage that's going to take you to that next level, you got to swing on your line of opportunity and let go, even if you don't see another vine coming, the courage that you have, you know. Since you know who you know that you know, you know a vine is coming even if you don't see it. That's the kind of level I'm on my way to. I'm grabbing vines that ain't even there yet. Come on, somebody. Doc, I got to interject one thing for for, for one second here because I'm going to go back to the line for a minute. Come on. I got to go back to the lion for a minute. Do you know the reason why the lion is the king of the jungle? Come on. The lion is the king of the jungle because 
the lion's roar is so deafening. It's, it actually, the lion's roar is a weapon. When the lion opens its mouth and roars, it frightens its prey. Come on. To the point that it, it doesn't have to work that hard anymore. It just goes and handles business. It knows a lion in its right mind knows that when it opens its mouth, something's supposed to happen. Something dynamic is supposed to happen when that lion opens its mouth. Oh, now, you're saying you, something. You're you saying have, something. What you have, what you have when you have the lion, the cowardly lion, is that the lion has turned its war against itself. That's right. That's Proverbs exactly eighteen right. and twenty one tells us that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who That's love it right. shall eat the fruit thereof. So, the lion's roar had turned turned on itself, and, it's, and guess what? It's still dynamic. It's still going to work regardless. It's just happening working in reverse, just like you say. It had negative courage. That's exactly right, and 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 I oh man, I, I really wish we had. I just got to have to share that with you. <laughs> that, that's good word, Doc. That's good word. So that see that lets us know we we right on point tonight. And yes, another sir. quick, quick, quick thing I want to let everybody know: just what you just said. If we really understood the power that we have in our speech, and that's why I harp on my congregation, I harp on my clients. One of the biggest things you can do right now is start speaking better start speaking life and i just put out a quote earlier today act like you are before you are the other day i said act happy to feel happy and you will be happy we got to start speaking things uh romans four seventeen says calling things that be not as though they were in these last three weeks of 2009 going into 2010 one of the biggest things that you can do the biggest change you can make is start talking better um uh, philippians 4 and verse 8 says think on these things whatsoever is uh, pure honest true lovely and of good report think on these things we got to start talking better and that's why if you notice me even my tweets my conversation everybody that knows me i'm always speaking positive i'm always speaking light because psalm 33 6 says by the word of the mouth the lord brought this world into existence and so you're bringing in the roar of the lion is perfect because we got to roar better now we're yes, roaring but we're roaring the wrong stuff because a right. lot of people walk around, a lot of people walk around talking about if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. See, your whole thought process is wrong. Wow. We got to start wow. talking better because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Miles. If people want to see a dynamic change, they gotta speak. They gotta speak better and that courage i'm telling you courage courage oh my lord oh my lord you start talking better you start walking a little bit better your chest <laughs> a little bit higher man it's all about your conversation it's all about the conversation because we are somebody uh miles we are somebody yes, and i man yes, i love sir. the i love the tenacity in which you speak because there you talked about the five uh, the five characteristics of a championship mindset, a championship way of living a few weeks ago. The very last thing you said after you've done your preparation, after you've been in the game, the last thing you said, number five, you have to expect to win. You have to expect to win. And when you have courage against all odds, regardless of the facts, regardless of the situation, regardless of how it looks, I expect 
expect to win. Romans chapter 8 says, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. And in the Greek, that simply means we are super winners. We've already won, Miles. Yes, sir. You know, we just got to have the courage to realize what we see is just an illusion. Hmm. What we see is just an illusion because of the simple fact we are designed to win, Miles. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's no other way around it. There's no way way around that fact. In fact, it's not a fact. It's a truth. We are designed to win. We're we're creating the likeness of God. (laughs) <laughs> you, can you uh, I think I, now this is before your time and before JL's time and a lot of your listening audience. But there was a preacher, uh, Reverend Ike. That's before your time. Oh, I, I, I studied Reverend Ike. I studied Reverend Ike. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Reverend Ike. But Reverend Ike said, "You can't lose with the stuff I use. You can't <laughs> lose with who we use. You can't lose. We. It's no way we can lose. We've already won, Doc. I'm t- Doc. Yes, I was talking to the Diamond Coach today." Something is about something is about to break loose for us, dog. I'm telling you, yes, sir. we're yes, on sir. our way. We're on our way. We're on our way. And if you don't meet me there, you better beat me there. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I'm, feeling I'm, that so way. Hey, right I'm so hyped right now. You might hear it on Saturday. You better be careful. You might hear it on Saturday. You might hear it on Saturday. But, dog, we. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm so pumped right now, man. If you cut me, I'm gonna bleed adrenaline. Wow, that's that's hot stuff right there. That that that's some massive stuff. You, you, <laughs> that's hot stuff right there, Doc. I, I you know I hate doing this. I hate doing this. We gotta wind down because I gotta get to the next the rest of the show. But what I want yes, you to sir. do is let the people know where they can find you and and give us a word, a final word of encouragement before you head out. But don't leave the show. But just just head out because I may bring you back later. Okay, um, a real quick, thank you, thank you, uh, Miles. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, everyone can find me at uh, Um That's my blog spot. That's my website. That's my contact information. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm on Facebook, but I'm mostly you can find me on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is Preacher, P-R-E-A-C-H-E-R-R-R. That's www.twitter.com slash Preacher with three R's at the end. And again, to really sum up everything we said, we said a mouthful, but the biggest step you can take going forward is really start to change how you talk. Be more positive-minded because we cannot lose with who we use. We are designed to win, and we have to understand that there's no way that we can lose. Love you, brother, and I'm I'm standing in the wings. I'm still listening, and you're doing a fantastic, phenomenal job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And I, we appreciate you because you definitely you got me on fire. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, right, midnight, it's, it's, it's almost one o'clock in the morning in the east, and I'm 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 still ready to go. So <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. God bless you. Stand by. People, that was uh, the phenomenal Dr. Walter Sims uh, down in, in, in uh, Alabama, a great dynamic man of God. He, um, he like I said, he, he, he's coached me. You know, we've coached each other, but he, he gave me some dynamic uh, wisdom the other day that kept me moving in a, a positive direction. So I, I want to personally um, and publicly thank him for, for everything he does for me. Some, you know, we do a lot of things for each other behind the scenes, 
uh, myself, Mr. J.L. Godfrey, Ms. Noah Bond, Chris Gloss, um, Tiffany Patton, Karen Donald. I can just start naming names because, and if I start naming names, I'd have to name a whole lot of people. So you know, you know, you you're there with me and you're helping me. I'm helping you. Hey, look, let's look. I'm excited about what 2010 holds, but maybe 2009 ain't over yet. So we still got some stuff to get, and we're going to get it. So um, before I bring on my next guest, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a commercial and then a special presentation, and then I'll be right back. Power Conquer Fear is a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we, we get visions that are that are far out and, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the Power Conquer Fear, I gave a five-step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was, was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. It gets, make sure that you stay brave. Just it, just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that brain long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be. To, to mine up your destiny. Because today. Uh, people, there, the, the world has changed as we know it, and it's going to take innovative people to really, you know, mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe. There, there's a lot of untapped resources, people, and and you're going to get visions and, and promises, you know, from God and, and through prayer, through fasting, through you know, dreams, and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists. And you can't be afraid. You got to go for it. So I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get get a copy for a friend. And trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment, and yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, and you? It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit, despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, Vowed of celibate, we rise. 
You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. <laughs> As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I'll rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. Does it come as a surprise that I dance? as if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go rising. And I'm back. Um, that was the poem, and again, I rise by Dr. Maya Angelou. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal piece. It just it sums up everything we're doing here for the fourth quarter comeback movement, and it's also a dynamic introduction to my next guest. My next guest um, is one of those behind the scenes type persons who has helped me keep my uh, keep my brand in order. When it's times there's times when sometimes I may not always be cognizant of, of things I'm doing, she's always been there to help me to, you know, keep things aligned. And, you know, I, I can come up with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of adjectives to describe her not good enough, not enough, still not enough. So I'm going to let you meet the phenomenal uh, Miss Tiffany Patton. Um, now, what, Tiffany, hold on one second, please. Tiffany, are you there? Tiffany, are you there? Hello, Tiffany, are you there? Hello, Tiffany. Oh. Hold on one second. Well, you know when you're doing live radio, things can happen. Things can happen. I'm going to play a motivational moment, and I'll be right back. We'll fix this technical difficulty here.
it is utterly important. It is utterly important that you understand that you, you're going to have to apply some work. You're going to have to you're going to have to give some effort. See, that's how you win a championship, people. If um, I played on many championship teams, if if we hadn't conditioned and practiced and and worked hard during the summer months, there's no time. There's no there wouldn't be a, a chance that we could even think about hoisting the trophy in the, in the fall months when we when I was playing football. It was virtually impossible. It, your, your preparation matters. It's different between someone who's great and who's not great is the, the preparation. You must prepare to win. You must prepare to be great. And once you're prepared, you have to execute. And, and if you can do those things together, guess what? You can earn your greatness. So, and, and keeping in line with our quote, our presence of wisdom, in reaffirming the greatness of our nation, we understand that greatness is never given. It must be earned. So go out today, people, and earn your greatness because you deserve it, and, and your whole legacy is counting on you. Hello, and we're back. I want to thank you. Um, sometimes in, in live radio, we may have a few technical difficulties, but you have to be uh, prepared to, to do what you have to do to make things flow. Um, now, we're going to try this again. Uh, I think we've worked out the kinks here. I want to bring to the show the phenomenal, the dynamic, Miss Tiffany Patton. Tiffany, hold on one second. We're still working on her switchboard. Hello, Tiffany, are you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you phenomenally well now. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction. Oh, you're so welcome. I, I, I really, um, I know that you have something dynamic to share with the people tonight because, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, just ideologies and things like that. And the courage to come back, I know, is something that we both discuss in our own ways a lot. Um, but one specific thing I want to talk to with you about is about being bold in your pursuit of your dreams. And I know that as a as a young lady who who does you know things as, as dynamically as you do, um, what are what are the at least one or two tips you can give a, a person right now who's um, in hot pursuit of their dreams, but it may have had a few setbacks to stay motivated to continue down that path. Two tips would be one to get back up. You have to have the courage to be able to get back up no matter what happens, no matter what the obstacle. Um, the the first thing to do is to have the courage to get back up. I know um, one example that comes to mind is um, driving. I, I remember when I first started driving, my parents, you know, they have to kind of be in the car with you, and then you go from the permit to you, you're driving. I just couldn't wait to get out to drive, and I remember it wasn't, I think, I want to say maybe the third time by myself driving, I got into a car accident. It was not my fault. It was the the other drivers, of course, they made a wrong turn. But I remember I was so, I was so petrified almost to get back in. I mean, I was shaking the whole night, and when my father got on the scene, the first thing he said is, Okay, now I, we we need to just get the car home. I mean, we had to get it fixed, but he had to get home. 
and he told me to get back behind the wheel to be able to drive it home, and I, I just I didn't want to. And he said, the, the best thing for you to do right now with you being fearful, if you're ever going to drive again, is to get right back in now. And that's the same way, that, that's the same example, and that's the same thing that I leave with your listeners. No matter what happens, no matter what adversity, no matter what setback comes in your life to kind of try to deter you from your dream, the first thing that you have to do is to be bold enough and courageous enough to get back up and go forth anyhow, no matter what the adversity, because a lot of times anything that's worth having is worth fighting for. I mean, they, the regular cliche, no pain, I mean, no pain, no gain. And, and it's hard, it's kind of harsh to say it that way, but anything worth having is worth fighting for. So you definitely have to have the boldness and the courage enough to get back up and do it again. Um, the second tip, I would say, in being bold and doing what it is and, and in pursuit of a dream that you have would be to prepare. And in anything that you have or that you want, you should prepare for. Preparing could be going to school. Preparing could be simply you going online and researching a subject so that you're you're more knowledgeable on that particular subject to be able to go forth. It may give you other ideas, other leads of ways to be greater and make your idea and the thing that you want even greater than you may have even anticipated. But you always have to prepare because at any moment, at any time, you have to be ready because God has a, a, an amazing way of always presenting an opportunity. But if the opportunity presents itself and you haven't prepared, then that was your chance to be able to launch forward into that thing that you have been destined to do from before the foundation of the earth even. But if you're not ready when that opportunity presents itself because of preparation, then you could have missed it all. So I, I, I do know that two very most important things is definitely to have the courage to withstand all of the wiles of the enemy that will come after you because they don't want you. He doesn't want us to be able to go for it and boldness. And, and being bold, bold means, even with the scripture, going boldly before the throne of grace. That's just having confidence. And not necessarily confidence in yourself, but confidence in the God with, that, that's in you to be able to go forth boldly in the things that he's called you to do. And second, definitely preparing yourself whatever that may be, be it school, be it, once again, going online, if if it's just sitting down with a pen and paper and starting a draft for a book. I mean, it's just preparation because God always, always leaves or makes an opportunity for those who are seeking after him and that have a drive because we're we're made in his image and his likeness and we're here for his purpose. So the opportunity will present itself, but are we going to be ready? So definitely preparation and having the courage to no matter what comes in your way to be able to get back up and continue to press forward. Wow. And, and see, that, that was why I played that song. Uh, when I'm talking about the, um, the poem by Dr. Angelou, because, you know, I knew, first and foremost, I knew that, that I, I don't know how I knew you were going to say some of these very, some, these very things, but I knew that that would come from you. 
about having the courage to get up and then prepare because these are things that you talk to me about a lot. And one of the things I've had the, the pleasure of, of knowing about you is that you are a, um, how can I put it, you are a fighter. That if you know that you're supposed to have it, you're not going to leave until you get it. And and you've inspired me to, to have that same type of drive now because I know there's a lot of things that, you know, in doing what, we, what I'm doing here with this show and, and the things that are on the horizon for me, I know sometimes I've gotten complacent. And, and you've been the person that, you know, would let me know, hey, you got to, look, you say you're a champion, prove it. <laughs> now, in proving that we're champions and proving that we are who God says we are, how do you stay encouraged sometimes? I mean, because sometimes, it, like Dr. Sims was talking earlier, you know, the cowardly lion forgot it was a lion. How do you how do you stay encouraged so that you you remember that you are created in the likeness and image of God? That means that whatever is inside of you has to come forth because God put it in you, and you you're created in His image. So how do you stay confident? How do you stay encouraged to to operate in confidence? You know what it it comes from a lot of times, and and David said said it best. He a lot of times David had to encourage himself. A lot of times hmm. I think we. Um, we look to other people and and to other entities other than ourselves to kind of get us on track. But if it's something that we want and, it, and it's something that we know that we're called to do, when you're called to do something, it's, it's literally almost like a baby in your stomach. It's something that will not go away. It's something that's continuously pressing in you to do it. There's a drive no matter what happens. I mean, it's almost as if, you won't be, it's almost as if if you don't do this very thing, then life really has no meaning. So if it's something that God has called you to do and you have the passion to do it, a lot of times we have to not look to other people, to even in those moments of, of weariness, even in those moments where it may not look like, it's not happening the way that we want it to. God is always working behind the scenes. I always yes. think of God as as a play, and in a play, there's many different scenes and skits, and we, as the audience, could be looking at the play, but the curtain always has to close for a moment, and we don't see what they're doing. There's people behind there helping people change out of out of costumes. They're changing the the set. But we don't see that. The next thing that we see is when the curtain opens and then it's the next scene. God works in that very same way. And so a lot of times we may not understand what's going on. It may not look like he's doing what we need him to do or that he's moving in the, in the, in the vein or in the time frame or in the direction in where we want to go. But even in those times, we have to be able to know how to encourage ourselves. You work hard. I am more than a conqueror. I am dynamic. I am Mr. Phenomenal. I I am taught to do this. Nobody else can do this better than me. I mean, it's just things like that that you have to tell yourself, even if you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am blessed. I am favored. I am more than a conqueror. I shall bring forth. I shall go forth. I shall be the minister that God has called me to be. I shall be the business per, businesswoman, a businessman that God said that I shall be. I mean, you have to talk to yourself a lot of times because, I mean, 
let's face it, it's lonely at the top. And a lot of times when when you're going and you're you're up there and your God is elevating you or exhausting you, everybody might not be there or might not be as happy or as um what is the word I would say as encouraging as we would like them to be. Um, but that's only because sometimes people haven't within themselves taken the chance and leap of faith on their dream. So we can't always expect everyone to be there. If mm-hmm. no one else is there, you're there. So what better person to encourage you but yourself? So I think one thing is you definitely have to encourage yourself um, by doing that, not only talking to yourself, continuously having things up. I mean, we've talked several times where you're making boards and constantly putting your dreams before you, yeah. constantly speaking them. I mean, there's, it's something about seeing and visualizing what it is that you want and knowing what it is that you want. Because if you continue to see it, you'll remind yourself and it'll give you the courage that, okay, you know, I'm a little bit tired, but that's ultimately what I want. I have to keep going. So visualizing it, seeing it, having it up before you, knowing how to encourage yourself, all of those points are key, I believe, to being able to definitely go forth and living your dream. Wow. Wow. And, see, and people, let me just explain something to you very dynamically. Um, I have chosen, and I'm, just, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, I'm not going to back down off what I'm getting ready to say. I have chosen to be known as one of the greatest people to ever grace a stage as a motivational speaker. I have decided that I'm going to be one of, known as one of the greats. Amen. And what I've done is I've surrounded myself with people who either feel the exact same way or are encouraging me to get there. That's right. So you, what you're seeing now, you're seeing a, a piece of – you see a piece of my cabinet. These are the people that I surround myself with. Dr. Sims, J.L. Godfrey, Tiffany Patton, Karen Donald, you know, uh, Pastor Janato Lee, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson. These, I got people around me now who feed me belief, who feed me courage, and who feed me the things that say, that prove to me that God is who he says he is. And I'm, I'm encouraging you to do the exact same thing. You know, create around yourself people Create an environment where people are, are 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 welcome to be dynamic. Where people want to see you be dynamic. I create. We, we've had such a dynamic. We I created such a dynamic network this year alone, which which dwarfs any any uh, network I've ever built before. Just by stepping out on my dream, just by being bold, just by, you know, I got knocked down a lot of times. And just to reiterate what Tiffany's been saying, I've been knocked down on my, hitting my face, smacked around. You know, like J.L. Garvey said, you know, he, he, he said he could smack a bear. A lot of times I felt like I was the bear. I was getting smacked in the face. I was getting punched. I was getting bullied. I was getting punked. And then this year, you know, this year hasn't gone the way I wanted it to completely. But you better believe that I have sown some good seed. And I got some good people around me. So when you see the people come on this show, like Tanoa Bond, like Chris Gloss, you, you're looking at people who I'm personally connected to now, people who I keep around me to, to fire me up. But guess what? 
if they never said one word of encouragement to me, I can encourage myself. It may not be as easy, but if they never said one word of encouragement to me, I can encourage myself. Just like Chris Gloss says, you can put him in a, in a desert and they had to build a city around him. You got to be just like that. You got to be just like that. You got to be, you got people that are coming before you right now that, in the words of, of our mentor, Les Brown, who are hungry, who believe that their dreams not only are necessary, but they're possible. Not only are they possible, but they're necessary. See, the reason why I'm here tonight is necessary for me, me to be here tonight, not only for myself, but for everybody who hears this podcast, for everybody who's here in this live, for everybody who's in the chat room, for everybody who's on the phone. You know, and um, let me just be honest with you. There's a lot of people right now that you're living a, a lifestyle that is not becoming to you. And you need to know, you need to hear somebody tell you, guess what? You can come up out of that. You don't have to, you got knocked down, but get back up. Look, I'm going to just, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to say something. I hope nobody gets offended by what I'm saying because I'm saying in love. You may have had an abortion recently. You may have had some things happen to you that you wouldn't have normally had done. But don't stay down on the ground. Like to quote Les Brown, who was quoting the great Muhammad Ali, on the canvas is no place for a champion to be. We're teaching you tonight to come back. We're teaching you tonight to have the courage to get back up. Somebody may have, you know, made a mistake and, 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 and slept with somebody they shouldn't have slept with. But we're telling you to get the courage to get back up and come back. Somebody may have, you know, for whatever reason, walked away from their destiny. But we, I'm, we're here tonight to give you the courage to come back. You've got to be bold. You've got to get up. You've got to come back. You've got to be ready to prepare. But if nothing else happens, after you've done all those things, you have to still be ready to encourage yourself. But one way you encourage yourself, you stay connected to shows like this. You stay connected to the people who, who I'm bringing on these shows because we're here to help you win. We're here to help you win. We're here to help you get what, what God promised you because it's time out for playing, playing around with your destiny. It's time out for playing around with the things you know you've been promised. You are entitled to a, a dynamic life. You are entitled to, to experience a championship standard living. You are entitled to it because you are the, you are the child of the Most High God. You are entitled to it. You are entitled to Let me say it again. You are entitled to live a championship standard living. You are entitled to go out in this lifetime and experience greatness. You're, you're royalty. I'm here today to, to, to piggyback off what Dr. Stem said. For all of, the, all of those who have been acting like the cowardly lion, I'm here to, to, re, to hit the reverse switch because your roar has been turned against you. I'm here to hit the reverse switch and, and retune you and make sure that your roar is, is facing the right direction, is going in the positive direction that I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am designed to be a winner. I am 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 a champion. I'm designed to win. If you hear my voice right now, if you can hear my voice right now, if you can hear my voice, I don't care if it's live, I don't care if it's tape delayed, I don't care how you hear my voice right now. If you can hear my voice right now, guess what? I'm talking to you. You're a champion. You're a winner. You're more than a conqueror. You may have been down the first three quarters of this year, but the, the game is not over yet. And when the final tally is taken, your name should be in the winner's bracket. When the, when the box score for this game comes out, your name should be in the winner's, in the winner's bracket. Now, what are you going to do to get there? 
Get up, prepare. Get up and prepare. I, I think two weeks ago, I believe it was, Tiffany, I don't know if you were, I remember, I think it was two weeks ago, I talked about, I declare war. And I told people that they had to be willing, able, and ready to possess their destiny. What do you tell somebody right now who, who knows they're great, but just doesn't know how to connect the dots to get to walk down the path? What do you do to fire somebody else, fire somebody back up to start walking towards their destiny? What I would do is definitely appeal to the person and what it is they feel that they may have missed out on. What was really funny is that um, <laughs> me and me and God have our conversations, and one thing that he he told me, I think we all, all always have our our little time frames in which we feel that we should have accomplished one thing or another, mm-hmm. and. One thing that he told me during our, our conversation which was so funny was that my timeline or my time frame had nothing to do with his time frame. And and, and, and it kind of blew me away. He said, no, it's just, I said, well, what, what's going on? He said, no, it's just timing. God's timing is perfect, even when we feel that we've missed the mark. I would appeal to anyone who feels as if you know that you have greatness inside of you. You feel it, but you just don't know how to tap into it. One thing I would definitely admonish you to do is to speak to the person who created you, who knows exactly what is inside of you, exactly what it's going to take for what's inside of you to come out of you. I I mean, relationships with the Father is key, definitely. But second of all, what I would admonish those who you know that you have greatness but you just you, you feel like maybe you missed the mark, is to you I mean, Miles said it best, you have to definitely locate and find persons who are going to or not even that are on your same level I would admonish you to go and find people who are doing exactly what it is that you want to do and befriend them. Be, become, look, Search out for mentors and people that are doing the very thing that you want to do, the very thing that is in your very soul, I mean, the thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you know that you're, you're going to be great in, and get around those who are higher than yourself, who have made it, who have been successful in it because, What happens is you become, it says birds of a feather flock together, but really what happens is when you're around someone who has definitely been successful in the area that you know that you're called to do, you may not be like that person because God is going to authenticate you in your own right. You're going to have your own anointing that is going to allow you to make the room that you need, even if it's doing the same type of of job or, or career path. You're still God is going to still He still authenticated you to only you to do what it is that you do. But when you get around others who have been successful, it's almost like it lifts you up and it encourages you to be able to pull out those things in you. And then there's other people that actually see they can see what's inside of you, and so they'll be able to pull it out of you. 
a lot of times it's just, yes, you want to be able to encourage yourself, definitely, but when you get around other people who have done what you've done and that are greater, have went greater heights in the areas in which you want to go, that's when you have the momentum and the drive to be able to continue on this race. And then you'll find yourself literally finding things out about yourself that were far greater than the greatness that you thought that you had. Definitely speaking to God consistently, letting him know, letting him be a part of, not kind of just adding him as an afterthought, but allowing him to be a part of any any dream, any idea that you may have. So that way, because he, he, he is the ultimate creator, but also letting him know that you need to be surrounded and put in, it's almost like an incubator. You're in an incubator, but it's at different temperatures set off different things. And if you're around people who have done greater or have reached that goal or have likeness in the area in which you want to go, it kind of gives you that momentum, the extra drive to be able to go even further because it, it, it just goes higher and higher. Each round just goes higher and higher. Like yourself, Miles, you've surrounded yourself by so many different people, but Les Brown is, is definitely a mentor. But just like Oprah Winfrey, she's stepping down in, in a year or two. Guess what? He's preparing people right now, like yourself, to go higher and higher. But because you've surrounded yourself by people that have done and been successful in the area in which, which you have a passion for, the Les Browns, the Dale Godfrey's, you're going to go higher and higher. And you're, you're literally, as a parent to a, chi- to a child, your child should always supersede you. So mm-hmm. by consistently being around those types of individuals, it can do nothing but ignite or, or remind you of what it is or why it is that you're passionate or you feel that nobody else can do what it is that you do. Oprah has touched everybody who she's going to touch, who's been assigned to her. However, she can't touch who God has ordained for Miles W. Miller to touch. And and that's the thing about it. We can't look and get discouraged because somebody else has already done it or somebody else, you know, they've already done it. So what makes me, what inside of me will make me great enough to be able to be good enough to do what it is? because it's already been done. It doesn't matter. Because if God has called you, he's also qualified you, and he's put everything inside hmm. of you that you need to be able to be great. Wow. Well, I told somebody that recently that everything, you were born ready. You were born everything you need to be who you've been called to be. And the truth of the matter is, again, we go back to that, that analogy of the, of the cowardly lion. Something came to the cowardly lion to convince it that it wasn't a lion or that it wasn't, uh, that for some reason it wasn't courageous enough. Something, something convinced it to turn its roar against itself. Where every time it opened its mouth, it was, it was, it was paralyzing itself. Whatever it is today, people that has been, has come to, to turn your roar against you. I'm coming today 
not just as a motivation speaker, not just as a life coach, not just as a ministry gift, but as a person who truly cares for you, for a person who truly prays for you, for a person who truly understands what it means to be paralyzed, so much so to the point that you're not living out your destiny. I'm coming to you to tell you that what the enemy meant for bad, God's going to use for good. What years and years of, 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 of locusts and canker worms have, have devoured, God is getting ready to restore. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God sent, sent Jesus Christ here so you can have life. And not only, not only have it, but have it more abundantly. Shows like this, movements like this, they come to, to, to reignite you, to reignite your passion, to, re, to, to light that fire back. The comeback is really just a resurrection. And Tiffany, I want you to, to take about two minutes. Give people an encouraging word about Sustaining that energy, that, that that resurrection comeback energy. How, t- give them a, 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 just a two minutes. Take two minutes and just encourage people to tap into that resurrection power for their dreams and their destinies. For all of those who have a dream, who have a vision, who know that there's something that you have a desire to do that no one else. Sometimes we even get discouraged because we've never even seen it done before. I say to you, hold on, put on your seatbelt. You have to be prepared for war. You definitely do because just as God knows what he's ordained for you, the enemy can kind of take a peek. He can't stop it, but he can't delay it if you allow yourself to be distracted. So I say stay focused. Stay focused on what it is that you want. Stay focused on what it is that you have a passion to do. Do not be discouraged by others who may not encourage you or be there to support you. Just use that even the more so, almost as ground to say, you know what, because you feel or you may think that I cannot, my God says that I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So just know there's nothing. There's nothing that you cannot do. The only way that it will, it will not pass, that your dream will not come to pass, that your vision will not come to pass, the thing that you were created for will not come to pass is if you quit. You are the only person who can stop your dream from coming to pass because you have all of the tools. God has placed inside of you everything that it is that you need. I need you guys to hear and understand everything that is inside of you. God has placed inside of you for you to succeed with the dream and the vision that God has placed and birthed in you. It wasn't just by happenstance that you have this passion. 
God placed it inside of you for his glory. And he knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt, no one else can do it as well as you can. But you are the only person that will be able to stop you from going forth in that dream and that vision. So I say that to have confidence not only in you but in the God in you, having confidence that he, he doesn't make mistakes. He knows you. Even if you have made mistakes, it doesn't matter. He doesn't make mistakes. You fall, you get back up. You get back on the horse, and you keep going. You cannot allow anything, anyone, any person to keep you from what you know you're called to do. You are the only person that can stop you from going forth and being victorious in what it is that God has called you, called you to do. It doesn't matter what, it, what the people say. The naysayers, they're going to be there. And actually, you want them to be there because it's because of them <laughs> that you'll be able to be elevated. Right. right. You need them. You need them. So bless them. Thank them. I love the naysayers <laughs> because God says, <laughs> you prepare a table before you in front of your enemy. So they have to be there to see it. Let them stay. Right. Let them stay. But you are more than a conqueror. There's women who are listening to this that have gone through things that beyond compare. You've been in bad relationships. You may have been abused. You may, have, you may be a single mother and feel like it's too late. You can't do it. The devil is a liar. You have everything that you have inside of you to do it. Ask God. Work with him. He shall make the provisions. Men. There are things that people have told you your whole life that you can't do. You may have a father that told you you're not going to be any better than he. The devil is a liar. You have what it is that is inside of you to be, if it's the head of state, the head of state. I mean, Obama <laughs> set the president for us. He didn't let anybody tell him what it was that he could not do. Right, right. We have a black, uh, the first African-American president. There is nothing that you can't do. I want to even say the sky is the limit, but I don't even want to put the sky as the limit. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it. You just have to believe enough in yourself and believe in the God that is within you that you can do it. You can. You can. If you have to stand in front of the mirror and say, I can do it, I'm going to achieve this because the God in me, God says that I can. I have everything that I need inside of me. Now it's about me just making and taking the steps forward. Wow. Do not allow fear to abort what God has placed inside of you. Wow, Tiffany, fear. I have to... I have to I have to I have to cut you off and I hate doing it because you're on you're on a roll. But the show the show is coming to a close and I wanna um there are people who are gonna hear this podcast or people who are listening live who uh may want to get in touch with you. how can we how can we contact you? Well, I can be reached right now. I haven't and I'm in the process of setting up some things, so definitely I can be reached on Facebook. Um I'm still setting up my, my Twitter um, you've kind of taught me about that because Twitter, I'm, I'm new to Twitter, but definitely Facebook, Tiffany Patton, you can go on there I and, and request 
me as a friend. Um, you can also email me. The email address is God, G-O-D-S, number one, grace, number three, number one, at yahoo.com. So that's God's one, grace, 31, at yahoo.com. And Tiffany, I want to thank you again for uh, for, for coming out tonight. You you definitely you definitely left some you left something that people can take home with them, and um, you left something that I can take home with me too because I'm I'm definitely um, I'm definitely I definitely need to hear what you said tonight because you I'm just I, you made me go to another level, and I thank you for it. Well, I thank you for having me. Definitely, it's certainly been an honor. Always, likewise, and stay tuned. Uh, stay, hold on for one second. I, I may have to pull you back on the show. Okay. People, um, let me just tell you what I'm thinking, what I feel. Somebody is listening to this show right now, and this was the this was their last chance at greatness, and. They were given a blueprint tonight. We have some dynamic people come on the show. And I believe that the that the table was set for for the comeback. Three weeks left in this year. And the year's not over. I've seen some some drastic things turn around in my life up to this point. I'm here to encourage you, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. You know my mantra? You know my motto. You know my motto, and you know my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. It is utterly important that you hold on to that which is inside of you, that thing that God placed inside of you, that divine thing that God placed inside of you, that vision that you know that without a shadow of a doubt, even if your girlfriend tells you that it sucks, even if your boyfriend tells you that, it, that you can't do this, what makes you think that you can do this? I don't care if you don't have the education. I don't care if you don't have the money. I don't care if you don't have whatever it is they say you need to have. God has anointed you and has empowered you to do what it is you've been called to do. I am very passionate about this because many times I've had people tell me that the things I lack is the very reason why I can't be great. And like Tiffany said, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Anybody that will come against your vision and tell you, oh, you can't do that, or you're too small to do that, or you're too tall to do that, or you're too big, or you're too round, you're too dark, you're too black, you're too white, you're too whatever, whatever the case may be, I don't care if you want to be the president of the United States of America, nothing is impossible to you. All things are possible to him that believes. So what I want to do for you, I got two minutes left in this show, I want to pray for every dreamer and visionary, and we're going to release you into your destiny tonight. This is going to be one of the most dynamic one-minute prayers you're going to hear because I, I don't want to go over my time tonight, but I definitely want you to be empowered. So what I want you to do is stop everything you're doing right now. Stop everything you're doing right now. Stop everything you're doing right now and just get still and open up your heart to believe and receive. If you can believe it, you can receive it. And tonight we're going to release something to you. So I shout out, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you tonight giving you praise worship, glory, and honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Thanking you, Father, that you've entrusted me with this show, that you've entrusted me with 
to, to speak life into the visions and the dreams of your people. Father, I speak life, power, and just dynamic favor into the lives of all the people who can hear my voice right now and into their dreams, into their visions, into to their goals, into their aspirations. I speak peace in their mind about doing what it is you call them to do. I speak joy in their lives to go forward in the power that you, that you put them here to go forth in. I thank you, Father, for, for anointing them now because, Father, you said the anointing shall destroy the yoke and remove bondage. Father, anything that would, would come to, to bind the dreamer and the visionary night, we cut it off in the name of Jesus Christ and we send it back to the pits of hell whence it came. We take authority over every word that was spoken over the dreamers and visionaries that was unlike you. We take authority over, we bind them, and we send them back to the pits of hell whence they came. Father, we loose the spirit of freedom, liberty, joy for them to be who you call them to be. Father, we thank you. We thank you for, for that you're blessing your people indeed, Lord. Father, thank you that your hand thank you, Father, for blessing your people indeed, and that your hands upon them for good, not evil. And Father, thank you for for just expanding their, their territories and their borders in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, thank you that you keep your hand upon them for good, not evil, so that the increase, the desired blessing doesn't cause them any grief and doesn't cause anybody else any harm. And Father, give you all praise, worship, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. People, I thank you. This has been the Four Quarter Comeback Show. I'm your host, Miles W. Miller. Be sure to check me out every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Blog Talk Radio at blogtalkradio.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. Every Saturday live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, creating a championship standard of living. God bless you. And remember, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.